millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Leo on the Line. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. How are you? How was your weekend? What did you guys get up to? Bank whole weekend this weekend. Yeah, who's excited? So what do I have to update you on? Tomorrow, I'm going to Longleat Safari, baby. Yeah. Do you know, I live like 45 minutes away from Longleat Safari. I've never actually done it in my life. So I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Monkeys are literally my favorite animal. Well, they were until I heard about the chimp that ripped her best friend's face off do you ever hear about that like this woman owned a chimp like first of all don't own a fucking chimp like are you okay but anyway she owned a chimp in america and the chimp ripped her best friend's face off yeah it's it's an awful awful terrible sad story and it traumatized me just hearing the story like it's a really horrible story like if you haven't heard about it it's horrible anyway monkeys they're still my favorite animal because you know it's a wild animal it's not a pet do you know what I mean like but anyway I'm really looking forward to it what do I have to update you on it's Jamie's birthday on Wednesday oh I've got like present imposter syndrome no that doesn't make any sense basically I'll get present anxiety like no matter what I get I'm like it's shit it's shit and then when I think I've got someone a good present yeah it's not until they open it that I'm like what was I actually thinking like these are some shit presents like, it happens to me all the time. Like, I'll buy someone presents and I'll be like, I've absolutely fucking smashed it. I've just blown it out of the park this week. And then they open them and I think, oh, sorry, I've just given you absolute junk there. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking. But I feel like I've done quite well. We are going to a hotel, like this really beautiful spa. Like, oh my God, I just whistled. Spa. I can't do it again now. Spa. Spa. Anyway, we're going to a really nice spa. We're really looking forward to that. Um, I have quite a an anxious week ahead because on Friday I have an eye appointment and health anxiety. She said panic. She said danger. She said you should be really worried about this. But basically, my vision is just not there. Like I just can't. I don't know. It's not. It's not. I don't know. I don't really understand because this is the thing with vision, right? I can't compare it to anybody else like, I don't know what you see like how do I know how bad my eyes are do you know what I mean it's not until I'm like can you read that and someone's like yeah and I'm like oh yeah same yeah same I can fucking I read that I read that from miles away mate but actually I'm like can't, I ain't got a fucking clue what that says but basically I've mentioned this before I've got astigmatism in my left eye and I'm my eyes are also like 
fucking covered in eye floaters and they have been for years and years and like now it just feels like there's so much shit in my eyes that I just can't actually see too well but that's okay <laughs> I'm sure everything's gonna be fine um but yeah like I said health, ang- health anxiety said panic but we won't we won't listen to her we don't listen to her we listen to our rational brain that says people go to eye appointments all the time honey I probably just need glasses you know what I mean Oh god, I need to touch wood a second because I'm really panicking right now. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope you're all really well. I hope you had a really nice weekend. I hope your Monday was good. I hope you're feeling good and positive this Tuesday. But remember, if you're not, that's also okay. You can't feel positive every day. And hopefully, just listen to this episode might lift your spirits only maybe even 1% and I will feel better. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I love you guys. Let's get into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the line. Remember to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the notification bell. You can send in your confessions and dilemmas to Leah on the line at gmail.com and follow me on socials at Leah on the line and at Leah Levain to see visual clips of the podcast. I love you. Enjoy the episode. Okay, everyone. How are you? I hope you're comfortable, whatever it is you're doing. Hope you've got a nice task ahead of you. Maybe you're tidying. Maybe you've got a gym session ahead. Maybe you've got a long drive ahead. Maybe you're falling asleep. Whatever it is, I'm happy to be be with you on this journey today. The weekly debate, again, inspired by one of the dilemmas. I'm really enjoying that idea. I feel like, especially when it's a dilemma where I'm like, I'm not too sure, to be honest, and then I can do the debate. And it really helps. I feel like it helps that specific listener with the dilemma, but also it kind of gives me more perspectives when it comes to giving my advice in the dilemma. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so the weekly debate this week is, it goes to the people who live with their partner, and it says... If you live with your partner, did moving in together just feel right or did you have doubts? You know, like, you know, when you're in the relationship and it's like, you think the conversation comes up about, why don't you move in with me? Or like, why don't we look for a place together? You know, do you have that like, oh, I don't know about this. It kind of gives me anxiety. Or is it like, it was just really natural and it just happened. Like, we are just like, we should, we should get a place. Do you know what I mean? So let's have a little look what you guys are saying most of you on first glance are saying it felt right okay um we we moved in after four weeks and we've been together a year now a lot I hear a lot of people say like we moved in really really quickly but it just felt right like we've been together for years but we moved in after knowing each other for two months do you know what I mean okay let's read some more felt right and now it's been two years and I still love it when you know you know just felt right we moved in after six months it happened so naturally still just as happy now three and a half years later amazing it's adapting and compromising I couldn't imagine living without him now gorgeous it felt right moved in with his parents six months a house at one year six months we're now on our second house gorgeous definitely had doubts but it's been a week and it feels like home okay so you're fresh in this is nice this is good felt right but it can be very difficult at times at the start but it is so worth it I had doubts due to my age and how long we were together but everything was fine okay so what we're hearing is people do have doubts but it turned out all right um my parents moved in at 21 after knowing each other five weeks it said they said they were just giddy about it Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. I'm moving in next week with the guy I've been seeing for three months. It just feels right. Like, wait, you're just you're still in the seeing each other phase and you're living together. 
Okay, I fucking love it. It felt right. I was scared because I was moving in with a boy, but it was fine. Yeah, of course. If it's like your first situation living with a guy, I can imagine that's overwhelming because I went to uni. So I went into a house full of girls and guys. So moving in with my first boyfriend was never like, a, oh my God, I'm about to live with the boy. With a boy. I've also grown up with a brother. So if I was from like an all-female household and never like shared an accommodation with guys, with guys at uni, then I can imagine it might be a bit like a, oh my goodness, I'm going to be sharing a house with a boy. Ew. Do you know what I'm saying? It felt right to move in together, but when we did, we argued to the point of almost breaking up. This is the thing. I feel like this is when you really get to know someone. They say like, you get to know someone when you go on holiday together. I guess that's because like you're living together for a week or however long you're away. Like that, there is a reason people say that, isn't there? Like you see every mood, every side of them, because at the end of the day, right, when you're not living together every time you see each other you like to think anyway you're excited you've been counting down the days or you you've had some time away you've been busy you've got things to update each other on you've got photos to show them from whatever you did last week like whatever it is like you haven't seen them for however long a couple of days a week weeks and weeks whatever so you've got things to talk about you're in a good mood whereas if you live together you have shit days. You have days where you're like, everything's fucking annoying me. The fact that your dirty, shitty pants are next to the laundry basket and not in them is making me want to end the relationship. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, things are just different when you live together. It's annoying. Things are just different. Do you know what I mean? Oh, by the way, I'm joking about wanting to end the relationship over a pair of pants. Okay. Okay, let's read some more. Um, the first one I had doubts, but he was moving into my space. So it felt harder to cope with. I think moving into somewhere new for you both is the best way to go. I cried when he put an extra rail in my wardrobe and it meant all my clothes would be creased. No, honestly, I can actually understand that. Like I've never actually thought about that. Like getting a new place together. It's like no one's invading anyone else's space. You know, it's new. It's a new chapter, new memories, no history. It's like, this is me and you. Do you know what I mean? Moving someone into your own space is, is different. I agree. Um, it just felt right. He bought a toothbrush for my flat after eight days. I fucking love it, to be honest. I was scared, but looking back, it was the best decision ever. It felt totally right. No doubts at all. If you're having doubts, it's not right. Okay, I mean, I don't know if that's true because we've obviously got a lot of people replying saying that they had doubts, but it turned out absolutely fine. So, you know, to each their own. It felt right, only had doubts after it actually happened because he's a literal child. Ah, shit, yeah, like the whole, it's, it's going to be amazing, it's going to be amazing. And then you live together and you're like, okay, I'm not your mum. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially if they come from a home where like their mum tidied their fucking bedroom for them at like 25 years old. Like one of them situations where like their mum cooks them dinner, the mum makes their lunch, the mum does the ironing. I'm not doing that for you, darling. I'm not doing that. Like, you're not moving it. I'm not adopting you. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That would, no, that would be an absolute turn off. Okay, guys, thank you so much for all your responses to the weekly debate. I think what I've gathered from this is... Some people do have doubts, but most of the time it's turned out all right. I have, I've only read one occasion where somebody said they had doubts and they were right too because it didn't work. Do you know what I mean? I think moving in with someone can be scary, especially if it's your first time living with a partner or if you haven't known each other for very long. 
you know, because also you're given up a, a, a certain degree of independence as well, I feel like, which can be scary on its own. Okay, gorgeous. Thank you, guys. Let's get into some dilemmas. Okay, everyone, let's get into the very first dilemma. I'm going to kick it straight off. All right, it says, hey, Leah, I'd be so grateful for your help. Sorry, this is a long one. We don't mind the long ones. We're here for them. Just to sum it up, I was seeing this guy for three months. We were intense and had a clear connection. Loads of sex, very forward with emotions, although there were some red flags I ignored. For example, on the second day, I went to order us some drinks and he came up to the bar and was like, why are you flirting with the barman? Also, guys, gets worse. He said he wasn't a feminist and that he liked Andrew Tate. Right. I don't, I'm not too sure how those red flags were brushed over quite so easily. Imagine being on a date with someone on the second date, mind, and he's like, why flirt with a barman? Are you joking me? Get away from me. Get Actually, get away from me, you freak. Get away from me. I will flirt with the barman now, mate. Fucking loser. Anyway, we were exclusive and I told him why, why these things were bad. I booked a trip to Berlin with the girls, oh god forbid, and he told me not to sleep with anyone when I clearly wouldn't. (laughs) Don't sleep with anyone. (laughs) Okay, I I was gonna, but I won't. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, he has issues with his exes going on holiday and cheating. I asked if there's anything I can do to help him feel secure about it. He kicked off. What? What? I'm not insecure if you slept with someone. It's only a physical thing. It's not that deep. What? I know you wouldn't have what we have. Okay, I'm very confused by this little man. Okay. I went into my car and couldn't stop crying because if he slept with someone else, I'd be so upset. Yeah, normal response from you there. I'm sorry, his response. I'm not insecure. I don't actually fucking care if you have sex with someone. He's not going to be anything like me, is he? odd what an odd man okay i told him i was upset outside and he said he was too busy to come see me oh darling what are you doing what's occupying your time over the holiday he didn't message me saturday evening till sunday which i thought was suspicious Mm, i feel yeah i came back on valentine's day and he bought us loads of food and a nice airbnb the hot and cold Oh, oh my god But he was tired due to work and said we'd only split up if someone else got involved, which I thought was weird. Yeah, I agree with you. That's very strange. I was slightly disappointed to no presents or card on our first Valentine's. Yeah, that's shit. Then he barely messaged me a few days after as he said he was super busy with work all of a sudden. No, I'm sorry, it's an excuse. I messaged him asking how his day was going and he said he can't give me attention. Oh my. God, the disrespect is actually crazy. Even though he messaged me once at like 8am and was doing other things. Then he said, I deserve better and that he isn't 100% sure about me as I don't thank him enough. This guy, I'm telling you now, this guy has a major ego problem. The ego problem is real, mate. He's like, 
He's insecure that you're flirting with a barman. And then he says, go and shag someone in Berlin if you want, because I know that it's not going to be deep because he's nothing like me. And then he's got no time for you. He's upset you and he don't give a fuck. He's not give you a card or present on Valentine's Day. And then he says, you don't say thank you enough. I'm... It's given small dick energy. When I do kiss him with it every time. Now he's talking to loads of other girls and on dating apps. I can't stop crying. Sorry this was long, but I need honest opinions. Love you. I love you. Okay. First things first is he... It's an ego thing, 100%. The reason he's back on dating apps, talking to loads of girls, that's what he's doing to feel better about himself because you didn't do that. You didn't make him feel like the fucking dog's bollocks because he ain't, right? So he's gone to find that because that's what he needs for his self-esteem. It's sad, to be honest, but you're better than that and you're way too good for him. So I feel sad for whoever else he has to do this to because let's be honest, he's... It's, it's him he's got the issue here do you know what I mean you're amazing you're an amazing girl and you will get someone incredible so good fucking riddance babe that's what I say do you know what it's all about mentality like I do think you have to focus on like all these behaviors they're so unattractive like I don't want that like, I actually don't want anything like that I don't I don't want you like that's actually fucking gross I'm sorry why are you flirting with a barman gross go and have sex with someone in Berlin gross honestly gross I'm too busy I'm too busy to talk to you I'm too busy to give a fuck that you're crying outside fucking gross do you know what I mean we have to we have to focus on that Hicks obviously it's not nice because you're going to take this personally we just do don't we but you have to remember it's not personal at all not for you it's personal for him and that's his issue and his issue alone it's a him problem babe do you know what I mean you're too good for him you didn't you didn't big up his ego enough and that's why he lost interest so it's not because you're not fucking amazing it's because he's obviously not secure enough in himself to be able to treat someone nicely and how you deserve to be treated it's sad um just focus on like the fact that that's not actually what you want or deserve like ew, i'm too busy to come out to you crying like ew, what the fuck a nice person is your instinct i don't need to ask for that it's your natural instinct he lacks empathy massively and that's just not it's gross so yeah focus on that I think like sometimes it's easier to focus on the negatives and people like obviously we're gonna it's hard because you talk to yourself and you focus on the positives like oh but he got us that Airbnb and that made me so happy and like you focus on all the times that he did make an effort because they mean so much when they when they lack it most of the time when they do pull their finger out that out their ass and treat you how you deserve it means so much but it's like it's the bare minimum to just treat someone with respect do you know what I mean so love you you deserve better and just focus on that babe I love you so much next dilemma a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Helia, okay, so I've been seeing this guy for just under two months, but at least twice a week. He's very good at showing his feelings through actions and gestures, but for me, I want to hear it from his mouth. I've said this to him and he told me he really liked me and stuff, but that was the end of it. Since then, I haven't gotten any more reassurance, which I need, but I don't know, is this just a me problem? We speak a lot about relationships and a potential future, but I'm getting frustrated that I'm constantly guessing where we stand and I'm scared of getting hurt. What do you think I should do? Do I leave it and try to trust the process or do I express this frustration to him? Like how long into seeing him do I be like, where is this going? I feel like overwork. I feel like I overworded this all over the place, but hopefully you get the gist of it. Love ya. Okay, no, I think this may be a case of love languages. So you said that he shows you, like he's very good at showing his feelings through actions and gestures. But for you, maybe you're a words of affirmation girl. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe it's a, I need you to literally look me in the eyes and say, I'm crazy about you. I really like you. I fancy the fuck out of you. You make me laugh. You make me feel good. I love your company. Like maybe you're a words of affirmation girl, which I think we all need to hear that every now and again. So even if you're not a words of affirmation girl, some we all need to hear it. But like some people, to some of us, it means more. Do you know what I mean? And to some people, it's like, for me personally, I'm the opposite. Like if you was the opposite to him and you told me how much you like me and you told me how you want this future with me and you're so attracted to me and all that, but I I didn't see it and you didn't show it to me, I don't, it means nothing. Like I would rather see it and feel it than hear it. But you're someone that needs to hear it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think there's loads of people that are exactly like that. My sister's a words of affirmation girl. She needs to hear it. So maybe just have that conversation of just like personally, like, listen, I'm not criticizing you. I'm not saying that you don't show me that you like me and you don't show me that you're into me. Like I see it, believe me, I see it, I feel it. But I am someone that needs to hear it. Maybe you could say like, should we do the love languages quiz? Have you ever done the love language quiz? Maybe we should do it. And then it might be really helpful for you to see his love languages because it sounds kind of likely that words of affirmation might be at the bottom for him. And if so, that's a really good way to bring up the conversation of like, oh, like that makes sense that your words of affirmation is at the bottom because like, Obviously, I, I have mentioned it before, like it's not a big deal, but like, I have mentioned it, how like I'm someone that needs to hear it. So like, I don't know, yours is physical touch. So that's good for me to know. I'll make sure that I can make sure I'm, I'm doing that with you, babe. Do you know what I mean? I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we did this. It's been really helpful for us. Do you know what I mean? So no, I don't think it's a you problem. But also, I think it's really important to understand that not everyone just it's it's not in everyone's nature it's personally not in mine like it's it's really not in my nature to be like I like you so much like I really love you or like oh my god like you're amazing like I will obviously give compliments and tell someone well someone my boyfriend <laughs> that I love him and and give him compliments and tell him that I appreciate him and stuff but my it's not in my instinct to to say it loads and loads and like I'll think it a lot but then rather than saying it I'll cuddle up to him. Do you know what I mean? Because mine's physical touch. So when I sat, when I sit there and I think, oh, like he's just amazing, I'll just go over and give him a cuddle. Whereas, like, if I was a words of affirmation person, then I'd say, oh, you're so amazing. Do you know what I mean? So that's how love languages, I think, can be really important. So, yeah, I think play the little love language game and see how that conversation steers steers you into a deeper conversation. Do you know what I mean? 
love you so much keep us updated you got this okay let's do another dilemma hey leah i love the podcast i've been living (laughs) i've been listening since september and i finally have a dilemma i love you so much okay should i move in with my boyfriend or not here we go this is the weekly debate inspired dilemma no dilemma oh fucking shut up leah i've been with my boyfriend for almost one and a half years Before that, I spent several years dating random guides and was once in a long relationship. I met my now boyfriend for a friend who paired us up. He had also been single for a while and apparently we matched very well. He too was in a relationship several years ago where he moved in at her parents' house. So he lived with her and her parents. We both had a great time while single and we're now looking for something more serious. Oh, absolutely perfect timing. He certainly is. We really are buddies and support each other when needed. That's really cute. He's my buddy. That's really cute. I'm 23 and he's 24. I sometimes suffer from anxiety, but he is very good at dealing with that. So he is a huge support. Oh, I love that from him. We also have a good laugh together every day. To sum up, he just makes me very happy. This is amazing. He lives on his own in a small apartment, too small for me to move in. And he also works full time. I, on the other hand, am still going to school, which will probably take another four years. Oh my God, what are you studying? I do have a job, but do not earn nearly as much as he does. He lives half an hour away from me and we see each other every weekend, but also occasionally during the week. I still live at home with my mum where I'm very happy, so I am in no hurry to move out. He's also accepted by the whole family and have already gone on a winter sports trip with part of my family. (gasps) Winter sports trip, hey, love that. It was very enjoyable. Now my aunt is going to move in with her boyfriend in a year. So her house will be empty. She absolutely does not want to sell it and has asked if I would like to live there with my boyfriend. Oh, this is, everything is aligning for you two guys. Like I'm deadly serious right now. For a very low rent, which will allow both of us to keep saving. Perfect. The stars are really aligning. For my boyfriend, this will be very nice as he can hardly save now due to the high rent of his apartment. Okay, so you're doing him a real favour here. But I find it all very overwhelming. My aunt's house is in a nice area just outside the city. It will be about half an hour from where I live now. It is also a three-storey house for half the price that my friend now pays for his two-bedroom apartment. Wait, are you guys together or friends? Because I'm actually getting... Oh no, you called him your boyfriend at the beginning, I've just checked. Okay, why are we referring to them as a friend? Okay. Or maybe we're just talking about a total different friend. Okay, shut up, Leah. It also has a garden with sun. For me, it would be a perfect place to move in together. I think it's very... Only, I think it's very fast. We have known each other for about two years now, and we've officially been together for one and a half years. The idea of living together makes me excited, but at the same time, anxious. I'd love to hear your opinion. Love you. Bye. Love you. Okay. I think what we've discovered from the weekly debate is it's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be like, oh God, I don't know. Like, it's it's a scary thing to do because it's it's commitment. And whether people like to admit it or not, commitment can be very scary. So I wouldn't overthink your feelings. Um, and also I would just take the pressure off of it being such a serious thing, you know. You're excited about it. So allow yourself to be, allow yourself to feel a bit anxious as well. It's absolutely normal, absolutely fine. And 
also the amazing thing about the situation is it's your auntie's place you know you're not buying somewhere you're not putting rent down where you've got to stay there for 12 months like you have no commitment so you don't have to be worried about like oh fuck like this is a really big deal like blah 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 were absolute worst case scenario here if it doesn't work you you won't lose anything you don't have to worry about being stuck anywhere you can you can go at any point so obviously this is a worst case scenario here but what I'm trying to say is like nothing bad can happen to you um you're not stuck anywhere and I think this could be a really good thing for you I think trust the universe here like a lot of things in your story have been very coincidental you know like how you were put together by a friend and you both were in long-term relationships but now you're both looking for something serious but you had your dating phase like you're ready to settle down and you know he's in his own apartment and hasn't been able to save whereas now all of a sudden like your auntie's coming along with this opportunity and it's like yeah you can stay at my place like really really cheap three-story house babe like snap it up it's almost like the universe is putting you on this path for a reason but also if in your gut in your gut 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 it's like I don't want to fucking do this you don't have to do this do not feel pressured to do it um it doesn't have to be like oh the end of our fucking relationship because I don't want to move in together it might just not be the right time for you but if you feel like it's just a bit of anxiety and a bit of apprehension but you are mostly excited about it I say just don't worry about it and just do it. And like I said, you're not stuck anywhere. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. And it could be really, really amazing and you could save and then you can have, you can think about the future, you know, and just go with the flow, babe. That's what I think. Don't stress. Don't look too far ahead. Just live in the moment. Go with the flow. Listen to your gut. Listen to your heart and your head and make a decision and, and you're absolutely okay. Love you. Okay, guys. Ooh, some great dilemmas today. Great dilemmas. I think they were all about dating, though, which sometimes I don't like to do that too much because I feel like it's fun to do the the friendship-related dilemmas or just the personal dilemmas about jobs or whatever. But these dilemmas today, they just stood out to me. The universe told me to pick them, so I did. Okay, guys. Let's get into the confession diary. The confessions this week are fucking good. Like, I'm excited for you guys to hear these. I'm going to kick it off with this first one that I didn't actually read last week, but I got it last week. It says, I'm getting lip and chin filler on Saturday. So she's got the filler now, ladies and gents. I'm getting lip and chin filler on Saturday, and I'm trying to hide it from my boy. He's always said I'd be single if I got filler. So wish me luck. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry, why the fuck are you going to end the relationship because i got filler, first of all? <laughs> but I'm excited to hear the results. Please tell me how he responded because it's not easy to hide filler, especially if you're going to see him quickly after. On my very first filler session, I swelled up like an actual duck. Like, it was no joke. Who remembers the video? Like, it was, it was intense. I'm excited to hear how he responded. So please do a follow-up with that one. Next one. I've fallen for the one I told him not to worry about. That is a bad one. No, it's always the one they say not to worry about, isn't it? Fuck, what are you going to do? I feel like that's one for a dilemma. Send it in, babes. Okay, this is a longer one. Hey, girl, confession here. 
When I was 18, I dropped out of college halfway through my last year doing a business and law course because I got offered a full-time job. Fast forward to July, I got the certificates in the post and my college tutor had finished all my work and got me a distinction star in all my remaining assignments, meaning I'd gotten into uni, which I'd applied for originally not thinking I'd get in. So I went in and studied three years fashion buying at uni and worked part-time at this job. Then when I got to my final year, I paid someone around £600 online to do my dissertation for me and I came out with a first class honours degree. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. That's a crime. You're under arrest. You do not have to say anything but it may harm your defence. If you do not mention when questioned something you later rely on in court, anything you do say may be given in evidence. Do you understand? (laughs) Why do I feel like a fucking legend when I say that? That's a crime. Is that a crime? Is that a crime? Oh my God. That's fucking crazy. What what possessed your teacher to do that in college? Like for what reason? What the hell was in it for your college tutor there? I'm just so so confused by this confession. But I mean, you've got first first class honours degree, babe, so to be fair, I would have paid someone six hundred pounds to do my dissertation. That was hell. I did performing arts, yeah. And you want me to write a ten thousand word essay? For what, babe? For what? Tell me the reason. What is the reason? What is the actual reason? I'm here to learn to sing, dance and act, babe. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, let's kick it off with this last one. I mean, kick it off, finish it off. When I This is a bad one, by the way. This is a bad one. When I was younger, I used to poo on tissues in the bathroom and take the poo to my bedroom in the attic and throw the poo out of my bedroom window into my neighbour's garden. I did that continuously for weeks every day until they called the police to report it and that scared me so I finally stopped. They were also friends with my parents and they were telling my parents how someone was throwing dog poo in their garden every day. Meanwhile my parents were clueless that it was their own daughter. I was about 10 slash 11 years old by the way. I can't quite wrap my head around this confession I love you for sharing it with me but just like do you remember like being 10 11 like do you remember why you felt like doing that like I would love to know where did that thought come from like when you were having a pee one day like I'm gonna catch it in this tissue I'm gonna hold a bit of tissue out uh, just under my bum hole while I'm pooing catch the poo and I'm gonna launch it next door and actually launch it into next door's garden I'm just so so like baffled by that one like it's I I would the first time I read it I I, I don't even know if I've laughed at this because I'm, I'm genuinely confused do you guys know what I mean like what <laughs> like I don't know if you guys are laughing when you hear that or if you're like me and you're like huh like what do you mean you what do you mean you just threw poo for like did you say a year or years because I don't know like was this just like a little addiction you had I did that continuously for weeks. Okay, for weeks. Okay, I'm somehow I processed it as years. Why am I acting like it's much better now? <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> it was only a couple of weeks, eh? I mean, I love that from you. And you know what? You were 10, 11. Kids are weird. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure I did some weird things. I did egg my neighbor's fence. I was much younger. I was probably about four or five. I did egg my neighbor's fence. But for what reason? Because 
it was literally on my side of the fence, obviously. Like, I remember I did it in my garden. So it would have been my fucking... Like, you would have seen that from my garden. I don't get what happened there. Me and my twin brother, I don't know, something possessed us to do that. We used to do some weird shit to just, like, be rebels. I don't know. But I was quite a good kid, to be honest with you. I was a very good child. Anyway, why am I making this about me? I loved all of your confessions today, everyone. Thank you for sharing. Remember to send them in. Like I said, I get a lot less confessions than I do dilemmas. The dilemmas, we've got loads and loads of them, which is amazing. It's amazing. I feel like we're never going to run out of dilemmas, which is the main thing. This is the main part of this pod. But the confessions are something... I get, I do get a lot, but a lot of them is like, we've literally had the same confession. Like, oh, I slept with my, <clears throat> sorry, my, my throat's going again. I slept with my ex's best friend. Do you know what I mean? Which is like, it's fucking brilliant confession, but I don't want it to be too repetitive for you guys to hear. So if you have any unusual confessions, take them in out of your day. It would mean the world to me and send them my way, babe. And I'll read it out next week. Okay. I love you. Let's wrap up the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Remember to send in your dilemmas and confessions for next week. What do you guys want on Friday? Part of me is just dying to do another part two to the quiz. I have said that we will do the Never Have I Ever. Wait, no, what was it? Would you rather? Would you rather? We did do Never Have I Ever a couple of times though. Or is it just the ones? But anyway, we we did say we'll do the uh, Would You Rather. But, and I will, I will. I will do that on Friday if that's what you guys want. But I'm also like just gagging to do a part two of the quiz because you guys fucking loved it. And I actually found it really interesting. So let me know um, if you if you guys do want a part two to the quiz and any other Friday episode ideas that you guys have. Any weekly debate ideas, especially weekly debate ideas. I feel like I'd love to know what you guys want to hear every everyone else's opinions on. Um, do you know what else I do want to know? What percentage of you guys have lip filler? Like just, I was just, I was watching maths and I was like, quite a lot of these girls have filler. Obviously I'm I'm a filler girl. I love my lip filler. And I'm like, I wonder what percentage of like, I don't know, like 20 to 30 odd, 30 something year olds. Just out of curiosity, like what percentage of us lot have lip filler because I feel like it's quite high these days so maybe I should do a poll on my insta story just out of curiosity like do you have lip filler because that is my um demographic like the age group of of you guys so it'd be so interesting to find out let me know okay maybe we could do an episode about something relative to that maybe we can do another self-love episode because I feel like filler is definitely like it comes down to insecurities and stuff doesn't it I feel so much better when I have my filler though. Like I'm getting topped up this week. No, this month. I'm really fucking excited. You know what I mean? Like are you a filler girl? I don't know. Let me know. Okay, guys. I love you so much. And I hope you'll have the best week. Remember, if you're getting drunk at all, a midweek drink. Remember, don't text your ex. Text me instead. And I'll speak to you on Friday for a brand new episode. All right. I love you. Bye.